lipstick on my teeth again, and my short blonde hair is completely windswept. God damn it! I look so washed out. I really need to start going to bed earlier. Closing the mirror, I peruse my bag in search of my phone. Obsessively, I study the battered handset, like it's some sort of holy icon. To everyone else, it's nothing but a scuffed old Nokia. But to me, it's a time capsule, a gift to be cherished. For five years, I've nursed a broken heart. For five long years, I've studiously avoided an upgrade from the phone company, and sacrificed all the perks of modern technology in the process. Old as this phone is, I can never part with it, because it contains messages from Andrew, my ex-boyfriend. Sweet nothings, little love notes. With painful tenderness, I scroll through his five-year-old messages. Each word, a dagger to my heart. Morning, Angel. How are you today? I miss you so much. Remember, I love you. Liar, liar, liar. Loosening a great breath, I put the phone away and tell myself to fix up and get a grip. I switch on my iPod and listen to A Whole New World from Disney's Aladdin. Bathed in a symphony of enchantment, I imagine myself as Princess Jasmine, flying on a magic carpet through Agrabah, lost in a world of make-believe, so far removed from my reality. Most of the music on my iPod is from my childhood, songs from 80s movies and Disney films. Whenever I'm down, I find solace in the memories these soundtracks invoke. They take me back to a more innocent time, a time before the harsh realities of adulthood descended. I peer down at my 36-year-old hands and wonder where my life has gone. When did I stop being a child? When had the safety net been pulled so cruelly from under me? I ponder the speediness of our lives. How fast the months now seem to fly by. When I was a kid, I swear the days were longer than this. The summer holidays never ending. If only time stood still. If only I could freeze this moment in a snow globe and stay forever in the present, with no past or future to worry about. The Aladdin soundtrack comes to an end and fades into Colors of the Wind from Pocahontas. I blink a couple of times. Realizing I've been daydreaming for ages. Panicking, I check my watch and see that lunch ended five minutes ago. Hurriedly, I wolf down the rest of my muffin, taking a few sips of coffee and make a swift exit. As I step into the street, a harsh breeze stings my cheeks and I shiver despite my many layers of clothing. It's bitingly cold and I curse myself for leaving my gloves at home. Glancing left and right, I wait for the traffic lights to change, then scurry across the street towards my workplace. Based over five floors of a white Georgian building, Midas Media is a prestigious design company whose diverse client base includes the BBC and other prominent multinational organisations. I've worked there as receptionist for almost 10 years, and despite it not being my dream job, I've grown quite attached to it. 
At first, it had just started out as something to do, a stopgap between temping jobs before I embarked on what my mother called a proper career. After leaving university, I'd initially toyed with the idea of working with children, maybe become a teaching assistant or something. But somehow this never happened, and I ended up spending most of my twenties behind a reception desk. Not that I mind. Working gives me a reason to wake up in the mornings, and as far as jobs go, I could do a lot worse. Despite my cheerful exterior, I've always been a self-contained sort of person, happy in my own company. So being a receptionist suits me just fine. I mean, sure, most mornings I'm constantly buzzing people in and out of the building, saying hi and handing out passes. But in the afternoon, there are great periods of solitude that I cherish. Periods that allow me time alone with my thoughts. I'm sociable enough when I want to be, but sometimes I just need silence.